Everybody, hey. hello! Welcome to another episode of Do You Care Enough to Share? I'm Marty, and I'm Jonathan, and this is the show where we talk about the sharing economy. Hey, mm-hmm. you've got an unused bedroom, a car that you're not using half the time. Why don't you put that stuff to work for you, Jonathan? How are you? Doing well. Uh, it's been a it's been a good time. It feels like I haven't seen you forever. I know it's been a while. It feels like it's been a while, but I'm happy. It's December. Christmas music is playing, yeah. and, and surprises galore. And yeah, it's finally like cold for real. For it's real, stick around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so this, uh, a few weeks ago, I don't know if I told you this, but uh, our rooster is now a hen. Uh huh. Yeah, I do remember you talking about the rooster. Yeah, and that it crowed. Yep. No. Nope. Uh, uh, and so science, science, everybody. Uh, uh, our rooster laid an egg. Hmm. And that that's not a rooster. That's a hen. That is a hen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is always fun to have to explain to a bunch of middle schoolers uh, right. why those eggs that are currently uh, in my possession now yeah. aren't going to hatch into anything. Um, so you just... Well, I guess then, because then do you, like, explain her hermaphroditism uh, well, to them? And, like, what my kids animals can self-fertilize? are and... amazing in the sense of the first thing they immediately did was Google can a rooster change to a hen yep. and found many articles of hens becoming roosters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, by just stopping laying eggs and then becoming right. the, the rooster, but not in, not in any way able to do things that roosters do uh, because they don't have the parts, right. but would take over as a rooster. Hmm. Uh, there have been stories of that, but one child sadly reported. So this science article told us that, once the sex is decided in the egg, that's it. And then, like, oh, sadly went like back really to their seat. Uh, it was really bomb. But now we have, like, 12 eggs. Yeah. 11 of them are the same size. And then the 12th one is huge. Oh, yeah? Yeah, real big. Oh, was it that big? Yeah, it was, like, okay, that big. Okay, for those of you listening, he he's making, like, a, like a, that's, like, six inches Yeah, across. it was a big one. That's very big. That may not be accurate. Okay. Because that's a really big. Finger wise. But like, so the other ones are like this big. Okay. And then that's the like other one was like, like large this big. Whoa. Yeah, it was it's weird. Like extra, extra yeah. large jumbo. Um, but yeah, so she's, he, he's a she and right. she's super thrilled. Uh, gets real quiet in the morning. Like, yeah, yeah. Like real quiet in the morning, which mm-hmm. is great. But then as soon as like right before the kids come in, she is heard through the halls. Right. And then, um, and then as soon as the kids get to work, she gets quiet again. I don't know right. what her her needs are because mm. I, I don't speak chicken. Well, I'm yeah. very excited because this gives us an opportunity to try out the Be My CSA. Yeah. Uh, so have you have you signed up for that? I've not yet. Okay. But it's hard because we only have one hen, so right. we're only getting one egg a day. So we can't get a dozen until 12 sure. days have passed. Well, but you know, that's the nice thing. Like even if you can only sell a carton every couple of weeks, like yeah. that's, still, that's still good. Yeah, yeah. You just need to refrigerate them well, uh, in, in the middle time. But yeah. I, you know, I bet people would love to get that little alert. Like, Oh, Oh, the, 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 the school's got a dozen. Eggs who's going to be the first me. one? Yeah. $500. Uh, yeah. So you're going to have to think about your pricing. Uh, but that is one yeah. of the nice things about Be My CSA is that you you actually get to set your own pricing. Right. So unlike a lot of other sharing apps, this is uh, it's not 
as cutthroat right. when it comes to uh, to setting pricing for for all their contributors. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited about that, yeah. and I'm excited about our guest today. Are you? I am. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a little more of an unusual topic for yep. us. Normally, uh, you know, we like to talk about uh, what's the new app and who are some users and and their experiences. This is uh, real life. Yeah, yeah. This isn't on a phone or anything. This is yeah. This is happening. We're going to have grassroots. A, a real human being in the studio. Yeah. To uh, to no spoilers, talk about something other than human beings. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, it's not boats. With, with that, it's not boats. Nah, I just want to give a hint. Yeah, Air, Airbnb boat. Yeah, still, still, still it, not its own service. Not a thing yet. But, it's but a we're thing getting you can there. Do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, unless there's anything else, no. Let's get to it. Okay, we'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Jessica Hinken. I'm Laura Wexler, and we're the hosts of the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. We are a podcast in which you can hear true personal stories that are sad, happy, funny, itchy. There's no itchy stories. Why did you say sad twice? Because we gravitate towards sadness. That's not true. It's very fun. You can download us on stoopstorytelling.com or iTunes, and you can also find us at the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody. Hey. Hello. Welcome back. We are super excited to be joined in the studio today by Leanne from People for the Ethical Treatment of Insects. Yeah. Leanne, welcome. Hi, y'all. How are you today? I'm doing great. I uh, saved three cockroaches on the way over here, so I'm feeling pretty oh, good. good. My good. goodness, yeah. I'm surprised uh, you only saw three. I guess it's getting colder outside. Yeah. yeah. They're beautiful creatures. They are indeed, and quite mm-hmm. hardy. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, so Leanne, you are here to talk to us today. Uh, as you know, this podcast is all about sharing, mm-hmm. uh, but for, for all the things we might share, loaning out our cars, right. lending out our spare bedrooms, mm-hmm. uh, there's always more we could do. Absolutely. Since I've been a little girl, I've always, uh, felt the need to share my private space with all God's creatures, uh, mm. including, you know, the little spiders mm-hmm. that would come along. I'd name them Billy Bob, mm. Billy Ray, Billy Jean, you know, the roaches, the flies, particularly the flies. Sometimes I would just mm. leave out rotten food in my bedroom. Oh, nice. Oh, my. <laughs> and they'd just come right in and make themselves at home. Oh, wow. Right. And I think that early childhood passion mm. has become now a professional passion for you as well. Is that right? Yes, indeed. Uh, I travel all over the tri-state area and I educate mm. just everyone who listen about mm. uh, about the magic of these, I, I think, forgotten forgotten soldiers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that term because these, these are creatures. All creatures have a, a purpose. Mm-hmm. They have a, a place in the, the ecosystem of the world. Yes. Yeah, soldiers is, uh, you know, they're fighting the good fight. Exactly. That rotting food isn't going to take care of itself. Exactly. And the bumblebees, Mm -hmm. you know, they're keeping us alive. That's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. And look what look what we're doing to them with our cell phones or Mm -hmm. uh, Wi-Fi. It's not clear. It's a travesty. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, doing some research on Petty and and your path, one of the things I saw was that uh, about five years ago, you attempted to try to get voters' rights Mm -hmm. um, for insects, Mm -hmm. and it didn't go over so well. I'm not sure. It was very unclear if it, it... It went to a Supreme Court, but I wasn't sure if it was like the Supreme Court or... Um, It was the Supreme Court. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg, God bless her. <laughs> she uh, she didn't quite get it, uh, but I feel like we almost had her. We almost had her on our side. Um, the the methodology, I think, is what we need to work on. Uh, initially, we tried just having sticky paper, and and mm. and uh, we'd have the favorite foods of the insects on each candidate and uh you know because we don't we we want to be impartial right you know mm-hmm. so we just let let them on loose and and see uh which one they went for and we considered it you know their choice if they went for you know the right or the left right. or whatever they're just going for the food yeah i guess that that is tricky how do you mm-hmm. communicate you know the the nuances of human politics to to an insect yeah. or, or even an animal it's true yeah well, I feel like it's not our choice to to just uh, assume. It's not our right to assume that they just don't understand. You know, mm. we just don't know what they understand and don't understand. So ah, fair point. Really, I think we should assume it's they, on us to to read right. more accurately. I, yeah. th- I think they they understand yeah. as much as uh, we're willing to share. I do think it's it's very interesting that this was the first case at the Supreme Court where everyone abstained from voting. Mm-hmm. Like that 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 seemed like a very interesting little yeah. piece of information yeah they, they put out no opinion pieces, no opinion pieces neither at all a primary or or a dissenting which is opinion. which is odd for them accepting the case but i guess they weren't like they they took that case yeah i think they would at least have some sort of opinion we yeah. stumped them <laughs> yeah, yeah i would yeah. say so i would say so uh well as as you know we're uh we're not just about sharing we're also about uh monetizing yep. mm-hmm. that sharing mm-hmm. and uh so i was wondering if you could talk with us a little bit about how bringing more uh you know more than than our two and four-legged creatures uh into our homes uh might be of benefit to people that are are thinking like hey i've got that extra couch i'm not using mm-hmm. you know let somebody crash there mm-hmm. uh what what are some other resources that people may not be thinking about in their homes that they could give over to insects well, you know, ants carry many times their weight on, on, on their backs, on their <laughs> sturdy little mm-hmm. blessed backs. Yeah. You know, just think of all the crumbs and and uh, and sugar and, and everything they can bring into your home. I mean, before you know it, you've, you've got a cookie or, a, ah. or a, you know, a, a, a piece of uh, cornbread maybe. And, and you know, and, and that's one more bite mm. that you don't have to buy. To feed your family that's being provided by by these beautiful, oh, beautiful, just but little I, survivors. I guess, I guess my thing is, is having them bring that to you, mm-hmm. you would then have to train them. So you're putting in a lot of time and effort mm-hmm. into training them to do that. Then what are you feeding them exactly? Like, do they get a split of the crumb? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, um, so for every cookie they'll get, they, they get to eat whatever they want of the cookie, which really isn't that much. Right. And right. Then, and then we get the rest of the cookie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like okay. that. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice recycle program mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. most of the crumbs that you drop mm-hmm. are from cookies and mm-hmm. such. I was going to say, Muffins. And, and I maybe this is naive thinking, but uh, I was thinking ants would be great cleaners. You mm-hmm. know, if you, you cook, yes. you make a mess, uh, especially if you're in an unfamiliar kitchen. I know mm-hmm. a lot, I've had lots of trouble figuring right. out kitchens at an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do all that cleanup. So no. yeah, just have the ant crew come on through. Absolutely. They'll do the same thing with Kool-Aid. Oh, I'll just no. slurp it right up. Sure. Mm-hmm. Any anything sugary. Yeah, they just love it. They love yeah. that sugar. They love it. Yeah, I worry about all the. I guess it's probably faux citrus in the the Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's good for them. I just I don't know. They love it. Oh great! Yeah, I don't just, know. Okay, I that's don't know. Wonderful. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. Maybe if they eat enough of it, they can turn like blue or mm-hmm. purple. Oh my goodness. And that'd be fun. We're yeah. working on uh, some genetically engineered uh, colored ants. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, so you're... I, I'm sorry. You're genetically modifying ants? It's not, I mean, it's just sort of a byproduct. It's just sort of happening. I guess genetically engineering is not, not really the term. It was more of an accidental... Oh, like a selective breeding yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Right. So right. Is, is this a petty thing or is this just a you, like at your household This thing? is something that I've been doing personally for a long time and I'm hoping to eventually bring it to the masses. Mm-hmm. It's a little okay. hobby I've had for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of hobbies, I mean, this, this has obviously been a lifelong passion for you, mm-hmm. but Petty, the organization that's sort of like nationally known and, and does activism... Uh, in the streets of every major city, uh, you see them everywhere. But it wasn't always that way. No. Uh, as as the founder uh, of Petty, what were some of your early days like? Started out on you know community college campuses, you mm. know, with a uh, a sign and a prayer, <laughs> really. Mm. You know, uh, a lot a lot of garbage getting thrown at me. A lot of a uh, little dead carcasses of little little uh, sweet little beings. Oh that no. They, they would find and they'd leave them leave them in my lunch or wow. <laughs> or in a in a baggie on my doorstep those were those that's, were some dark days yeah that's yeah. really people aggressive. can be very cruel humans are cruel oh man humans yeah, yeah. you would think with uh, your bugs should be stomping on us okay. i don't know if i would go that far but i i understand the the sentiment there yeah. i and uh I feel like I understand where you're coming from. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's that's really tough mm-hmm. uh, when you're out there trying to spread a message of love and acceptance, mm-hmm. and and you're literally having the, the bodies mm-hmm. of of those you're trying to to advocate for. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, so cruel. Yeah, and dating. Forget about it. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> you know. You well, I imagine you must have been pretty busy. I was, I was, but you know, you do get lonely. There's only. Really, so much you can talk about. Oh, sure. <laughs> to a fire ant uh, <laughs> on a Saturday night. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand. Yeah. And uh, so, is is there uh, someone now? Uh, you know, there's a uh, Clyde, um, my little, um, my little uh, cockroach from. Mm. I, he's actually a palmetto bug. I brought him up from South Carolina. Nice. Oh wow, he's mm-hmm. he's a big fella. Yeah, yeah, he's four inches, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. So oh, that, he's fast that, too. Yeah, okay. okay. Yep. Um, <clears throat> uh, well, I don't so, think there's anything yeah. too bad for him in here to get into trouble. Uh, no, great. no, he's good. So you're you're dating Clyde? I, 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 yeah. It's it's a companionship. We all need companionship. We, you know, we don't do any funny business, really. Uh, you know, he he likes to sit on top of me. Okay. Sometimes while I'm nude, and. Okay. Uh, hmm. And, uh, you know, we just see what happens sometimes. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, moving right along. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about some of the, the more middle days of uh, of Petty and, mm-hmm. and when you uh, first started a chapter uh, in New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like uh, sort of spinning up this, this thing and then handing it off to, uh, to someone else to run? It was really difficult, I'll be honest. Um, you know, this was my, my life's passion, my life's work. And to just hand it on over was really difficult. But I said, Leanne, you got to put this in God's hands. Mm. And I did. And I feel like we have just exploded 
ever since yeah, you yeah. know um the 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 insect populations in new york are doing very well we That's have uh, we have bed bugs now nice. um, exploding in popularity right uh you know cockroaches are here to stay ants mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh great great variety of spiders um, yeah. all over the city uh, really anything you want to find do you, do you believe that the jumping off point for petty was when uh one of your members uh, I don't want to say attacked because that's such a, a harsh word, but for lack of a better word, attacked Jerry Seinfeld at the premiere of the B movie with smoke. Yeah, I'd like to finally. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to finally correct the record mm, on that. I think please. attacked is really a strong word. Uh, you know, Mr. Seinfeld. I'm a big fan of the show, sure, as yeah. are we all. Uh, but you know, I think for him to to feel like he could be the voice for for bees and and say yeah they want to make us this honey mm. they they're happy making us this they're happy being enslaved right. to mankind i think that was just that's not his place i think if anything i mean using the word attacked uh, when someone's blowing smoke at you mm-hmm. should be raising awareness for what's done to bees when Thank the you. beekeeper brings out that smoke can mm-hmm. the bees believe they're being attacked Thank and, you. and i think yes. I think if we're going to say the word attack in the context of humans, we should use that in the context of bees as well. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's only yes. fair. Yes, thank you. Uh, well, in addition to to raising awareness uh, in that way, uh, the New York chapter, I think, has done some of the most amazing campaigns. Not only Subway ads, but uh, I, I remember distinctly uh, some of the, the flypaper uh, I, I don't really know what to call it. I guess just flypaper posting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, handrails, mm-hmm. uh, stairwells, uh, benches. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was really impressive. Uh, just the amount of coverage that they got all over the city. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about that campaign and, and how that went? Well, we wanted people to understand what it's like to just be walking along, minding your own business, and then whoop! I'm I'm stuck in this in this dang glue. I mean, I'm just trying to wait on the bus. I'm just trying to ride the escalator. I'm just trying to, you know, get my coffee. I mean, right. it's not a nice feeling. Sure. And that's pretty much where, where that originated from. And it did very well. Um, you know, we we uh, only had to pay a few lawsuits. So I consider that a win. Yeah. Um, we got ourselves a, a lawyer pro bono. Oh, and, very nice. Uh, yeah, very, very nice fella. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I consider it a win. Because I think we we did bring awareness to people. I think I think people are going to think twice before they lay out those those awful awful inhumane glue traps from now on. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, well, looking through the website and seeing your frequently asked questions, uh, one thing that stood out to me was uh, the top two movies that you really say show an in- inhumane treatment of insects. Uh, the number one on the list, which I completely understand, mm. the Karate Kid. Mm. Completely understand yeah. mm-hmm. when Daniel's son got mm. that fly with that chopstick. Mm. I mean, that's pretty tough. Uh, but number two on the list uh, was Jurassic Park. And I mm-hmm. felt like that sort of is a little bit of a, a rough going for them. They found that mosquito. It wasn't like they were, they encased it itself. It mm-hmm. was already encased by nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I, I would just like clarification on um, Jurassic Park's putting there. Like where, mm-hmm. where was the mistreatment of that mosquito? Well, just look at where it led to. In the words uh, of, of Jeff Goldblum, 
they didn't think about whether or not they should. Right. They thought about whether or not they could. Mm-hmm. And and that just goes to show you when you mess with the natural order, mm. you you just you just don't know what's gonna happen. Right. Yeah. Chaos. Chaos theory. Chaos indeed. Nah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll put that in number two. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh well, you know what? That brings us to one of our most favorite parts of the show. I think it's about time for the Share Bears Dare. Share Bears Dare. That's right. Uh, all you folks on our Facebook group, that's at We Have to Ask, uh, constantly writing in with interesting stories about your sharing experiences and challenges to others to jump into the sharing economy. Uh, Alex B. writes, I'm starting a blog of four-star Uber ride stories. If you had a slightly disappointing experience, let me know. Uh, and I thought this would be a great one to uh, share here on the show. And uh, Leanne, if you if you wouldn't mind sounding off, do you have any slightly disappointing Uber or or let's say Lyft, uh, any of the the ride yeah. sharing? I do not use Lyft. Okay, mm. I am an Uber girl. Okay. okay. Uh, just the other day, I was uh, getting into my Uber, headed on over to my friend's house, and there was no cup holder. Oh, huh. for my Starbucks coffee. Oh my! No cup holder. Hmm. What is that? Yeah. If you're going to drive Uber, you got to have cup holders. Was That's this, all I'm uh, saying. Was this like a, a, a sedan or like a, a It was a sedan. It was okay. a Kia Sorento. Okay. Oh, okay. I just feel think, like, yeah. you know, nature has given us our own cup holders as sure. hands. So I... Sure. But my, my, my cup was very hot. Mm. Okay. And if I want to have a comfortable ride, I can't be, you know, jostling just, and yeah, jumping right. all around. And, I'm, you know, I'm going to spill my hot coffee yeah, all over myself. Okay. Jonathan, what? Uh... Um, I was thinking about this. I, mm-hmm. I don't normally give out four stars, but I did think of one instance. A friend of mine and I were leaving an Orioles game and coming back to the, the house, mm. and then we were going to Canton. Mm-hmm. And so we got this Uber driver, nice, nice gentleman. Um, he offered us candy and such, which. You know, like I, I still, it's a nice gesture. Mm. I get it, but it was a little bit strange. Uh, but then he started talking about his, his wife and how much he loves his wife. Mm. But then went on to tell a story about how he took a woman and a man who were making out in the back of his car mm. to a strip club, mm-hmm. and the woman asked him to go into the strip club with them, mm. and he went. Mm. And then he started telling the story. About how continuing, and I got to tell you guys, from from Fells Point to Canton is not that far, right? But he took all, like, hit all the red lights, so we got the whole story. <laughs> so he then starts talking about how uh, she started having a fight with the guy she was with. He walked off. She started giving the Uber driver a lap dance, and oh, then, boy. and I quote, "Open mouth, tongue kiss me." Mm. While he was there, uh, then says, so when I went home, of course, you know, got to take a quick shower for the wife and then went to bed. Wow. And um, so just you just um, you I could have taken candy from this guy, but I didn't. Yeah. So when we're about to get out of the bar, he said, you two guys are really attractive men. Make sure you get a third lady for me when you guys need to get picked up. So that was the one time that I gave four stars because, one, 
the story was pretty entertaining. Mm. Um, it was gross, but entertaining, yeah. and he got me there safe. Honey, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I would have given that driver six stars. Yeah, it's not an option. Yeah, you know, I, I have to say, we, we love sharing at the show, uh, but there there is such a thing as oversharing. And, mm. uh, you know, I would say to the driver, not that he needs to keep that story to himself, but, you know, feel it out a little bit. Make sure that your passengers are ready for that. Or at least say you're starting a stand-up career. Like, that That at least I can know, like, this could be fake. That does excuse a yeah, lot. Yeah, a lot. But, no, yeah. that he was just... You know, that reminds me of, of my four-star story. I was uh, getting a ride to the airport, and uh, I had a ride that just kind of managed to do all of the, the wrong things. Okay. There's, a, there's a turn near my, my place that uh, has a stop sign that's not quite easy to see, and uh, he, he blew right, right through, through it, it. Yeah, as, as someone else was coming yeah. through. Uh, okay. So, like, we're already, the, like, adrenaline's high, and then we get stuck in traffic over on uh, Lombard, mm-hmm. and... This is last winter, so there's uh, there's snow, snow on the on ground, the, yeah. and uh, you know we're we're just talking about random chit chat weather. I'm headed to the airport, so this is a long ride, right? And uh, he he points out at the piles of snow that that are like still on sidewalks and in right. the medians, like very slowly melting. And he says, like you you know that's not snow, right? That's chemtrails, chem- chemicals from the airplanes, and. That was when I knew I was really in for it. So, like, we, we had just the, the rainbow of uh, stopping at a light and, and saying, like, oh, that person, I think they're from this country. And those, all oh, those people he did are lazy. That? Like, it was, it was everything. And, and you were still gracious enough to give him four stars? Uh, I, you know what? I feel like in, the, in this economy, giving anything less than five is, is a pretty strong condemnation. Like four stars is basically the, yeah, the thumbs down. Like, the, but I mean, you're, ride. you're scratching at racism in that, not you, am, but oh. no, 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 no. The oh, conversation. No, no. He was incredibly racist. Okay. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like there's a, I mean, that's a great uh, four star story, but yeah, I mean. You think I probably should have given I feel like racism stars? deserves two at most. Mm, I think that's fair. I, I, I just feel like saying four stars, racism. Yeah. Doesn't have a good ring to it, but like racism, two stars. I think I think that's a good lesson. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that yeah. as uh that's gonna be my new system. You could also have broken it down as he got me there safe in a long time and he took the time, so that's worth two stars. Racism's worth two. I see. So that's four. I mean it was I'm just trying to help it you. was a solid ride, other mm-hmm. than that. Good. He got me there, it was fast. Other than running that stop sign, there was no dangerous. It should just be a handbook just for like, people. Super yeah. I and think it, in it general. Sh- it should be like five pages long. And they should just have like one rule on each with a, a mm. nice funny picture. Okay. Like one, don't be racist. Yes. Two, shh. And then <laughs> like three, four, and five are just like be polite. Right. And I and like then it. page five is like, but get them there. Yeah. And then that'd be it. I, I was in a Uber a driver's car. She had a laminated sheet of paper that mm. said, four or five stars, here's what I expect of you, and here's what you can expect from oh, me. Oh, wow. And I was like, wow, this is this is wonderful. It was nice, like, having those rules set up. Yeah. Like, I don't have to talk to you. Right. And then I was like, oh, great. This, you don't. Yeah, and we talked about this a bit with uh, with our Airbnb focus right. on yeah. host and guest etiquette yeah. and uh, some of the handbooks that, that people have made there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we've had actually... Lots of good suggestions on the the Facebook group. It just so, still uh, scares me that my dad is Ubering 
Yes. He's... I can't believe we haven't had him on the show yet. We've got to get him in here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that's about it for our time. Uh, Leanne, before we let you go, uh, what would you say is next for Petty? Just, just, just spread the word. We want to mm. take our, we want to take our message overseas. Okay. Um, where there are a lot of bugs, you know, Australia, right. Africa, Absolutely. South America, primarily, um, you know, and just get the word out that, that bugs are people too. Right. Really. When, when you get right down to it. And if there's uh, any any one thing you would encourage our listeners to do uh, that, that could help with your cause, uh, what might that be? Catch and release. Mm. Oh, okay. You know, okay. if you if you see a sweet little little creature just walking around on the street, don't stomp him. Mm. He could have a family. Right. Most likely does. You know, most likely has millions of family. Yeah, right. And, uh, you know, if you, if, you, if you happen to get, if you happen to be blessed with a little visitor... Maybe in your kitchen or mm. in your bathroom, and and I understand the the knee jerk reaction is to, you know, be be pretty upset, but just mm. uh, you know, put them in a little cup, right? Put a little piece of paper over that cup and just release them back in, yeah. into the wild. All right. Well, speaking of knee jerk, I definitely think Clyde just ran up my pants legs. So okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and call this. Uh, Leanne, thanks so much for yeah, joining thank you, us. Leanne. Thank you. And uh, folks, we'll be right back. Tired of staining all of those family recipes? Did you find the right spices to make KFC tastes? Share with friends, families, and total strangers on Preheated.com. As mentioned on the 60 Minutes interview with Edward Snowden, you're welcome, America, for the secrets of Coca-Cola, the world's newest kazaa, but tastier. Preheated.com. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Jonathan, what an uplifting organization. Yeah, I, I, there are still some things that I'm a little worried about. Uh, well, you know what? Like, nothing is perfect, right? You can't take a stand against the status quo without upsetting somebody. Yeah, no, I just, I don't know. I still have that image of a cockroach laying on me while I'm naked, kind of. Okay. You know, that's a little personal. We I, talked about oversharing. Yeah, but I know, but that was just what Leanne said, and it just. It's true. I was thinking about editing that out of the show, but now that it's in the closer, I guess we're going to leave it in. We can always edit this out, too. Uh, Probably not. I'm pretty lazy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, I think that, yeah, that was a great interview. I think a lot of lessons for all of us. So we, as always, we want to know what you think. Yep. So join us on our Facebook group, We Have to Ask. Join us uh, on our website, wehavetoask.com, or on Twitter. Let us know how you're helping the insects in your life, in your world. Uh, What are you doing for them? Because God knows they're doing a lot for you, whether mm-hmm. you know it or not. Instead of building birdhouses, build ant farms. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, but with exits, don't just lock them in there. Yeah, that's, I mean, how cool. else are you going to get your cookies? Right? Very good. Uh, great. Well, I'm very excited. Uh, next time, we will be talking to one of the founders of Arcade City, which is uh, actually seeking to disrupt the disruptive sharing Ooh. economy. Uh, by using a, uh, a form of uh, cryptocurrency similar to Bitcoin and a completely dis- decentralized governance model. So there's no corporation in the middle sucking down all of your hard-earned driving dollars okay. or setting the prices, knocking the prices down for the holiday when right. you're, you're trying to pay off that car note. Right. Uh, so that promises to be very interesting, and, uh, and I'm pretty excited I about it. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, all right, Jonathan. Well, unless there's anything else. No. 
Uh, folks, this has been another episode of Do You Care Enough to Share? Thank you so much for listening. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. As always, do you believe in love after life? See you all next time. This episode of Do You Care Enough to Share was brought to you by Preheated.com. We'd like to thank our producers Amy and Herbie Lobster. Thanks to Norris Blackman for the show art. And thanks to Skies and Chaos for the use of our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at WeHaveToAsk.com or on Twitter or Facebook at WeHaveToAsk. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksloft Network at Peaksloft.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've i tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.